All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. And I am joined by a man who has an appetite for all things political, and maybe for all things. Uh, for many things, yes. <laughs> Garrick Wright, welcome back to the show. Garrick, uh, we're going to touch on a couple of political things today, but this is going to be more of an American July 4th Independence Day podcast. Okay, sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone else would consider it July 4th theme, but we will, so. <laughs> All right, so we are uh, going to start with this. Garrick, uh, I know one of your football heroes growing up was Steve Young. Yes. However, because of Steve Young's faith, has that sort of, has he sort of diminished in your eyes? Uh, well, he's a Mormon, correct? Yeah, that's right, he is. Yeah. Well, uh, it, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think watching him do some some of his really intense football analysis that's made me think a little bit less of him. <laughs> um, it, I, I don't know. It just sometimes gets a little bit too into it. Um, but I I don't think much about his uh, religion. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. The great Barry Sanders. He played for the Detroit Lions back in the day. Do you think Barry Sanders should have requested a trade out of Detroit during his heyday so he could have actually, you know, won a Super Bowl? Oh, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Where where do you think he should have went to? Oh, I don't know. But, I mean, the Lions. I I don't even know why they saw the football team. (laughs) They're the shittiest team in the league. Motor City. Yeah. Until they uh, the establishment sold us out to China. Well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Mexico. It, yeah, I don't know. It it, uh, it hasn't really been Motor City for a while, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Democrat policies. Um, yeah, but the the team itself has just been shit forever. So I. It is a shame uh, that somebody that great didn't do it. I mean, I don't know. It's I, I, I'm trying to think back to the 90s teams, but uh, I guess if he could have done that there. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the one team that stands out is Miami. Yeah, with Marino. Marino and Barry Sanders there. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Although that may have been at a time when, uh, well, you know, okay, I was going to say that may have been at a time when you you, uh, you didn't really have room for somebody who wanted to throw all the time and somebody who wanted to run all the time. But, you know, but you have the St. Louis Rams, uh, and then when, the, when they were good, and then you also, the 49ers, they had Ricky Waters. That's and, right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. Maybe I'm overlooking that. But the uh, the Cowboys, Emmett Smith, right? Emmett Troy Smith, Aikman. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that probably would have sealed the deal. I think so. Pittsburgh. Who's going to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had Barry Foster. If you remember that name, and uh, Neil O'Donnell. Yeah, <laughs> Neil O'Donnell. That was my man. I think Neil O'Donnell. Uh, I think Pittsburgh used, you could have used a new quarterback, not necessarily a new running back. But, yeah. it, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Respectable. Yeah. 
For maybe a year or two or so. Yeah. That's all you, that's all you needed. <laughs> all right, last football question for now. You, we have that famous uh, NFC Championship game between the Vikings and the Falcons. The Vikings uh, heavily favored to win, and uh, Gary Anderson, who hadn't missed the field goal the whole year, of course, misses one in that moment. Yeah. The Falcons end up winning that game. It would have been a, a Vikings Broncos Super Bowl with John Elway playing for the Denver Broncos and the Vikings. Do you think if Minnesota would have won that game, they would have been able to win the Super Bowl that year against Denver? Uh, let's see, Denver was. weren't they really good? They were very good. Was that their 15 and 1 season? Or was that? I don't know if they were 15 and 1. I knew they killed Atlanta in the Super Bowl, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to remember. I mean, Minnesota was really good. They were very good. But, um, uh, yeah. it's hard to imagine. I, I think actually maybe it was the year before that uh, the, the Broncos won 15 and 1. Because um, yeah. I know that the Vikings won 15 and 1. Uh, when they lost the Falcons. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but it, uh, I don't know. It, yeah. I, I remember just being so, so let down by that. <laughs> I, was, I was just a huge Vikings fan, and uh, yeah, like Gary Anderson, I mean, was you know, old guy, but man, I tell you, from inside, Inside 50 yards, he yeah. was money. Yeah. And I forgot how long that kick was, but right. it was, I'm going to say, 40, low 40s. And, uh, yeah, I, I just I couldn't believe when he missed it. Yeah. Of course, he gets the blame for that. I, I watched a highlight of that game, and um, the, Fal the, the Vikings still had the lead, even after he missed the field goal. I remember correctly, and the Falcons just went right down the field and scored. So, you know, there is sort of that part of the Vikings defense not really playing very well. Oh, I didn't remember that part. Yeah. I thought it was like tor to because it wasn't like he missed the kick and the Vikings lost the game. It was he missed the kick, then the Falcons scored, and then they may have uh, even gone into overtime or something like that. But uh, it wasn't he missed the kick in the game. So that wasn't the way it happened. Yeah, uh, I, I have to say that the. Vikings uh, defense, even in their uh, heyday years with uh, Randall Cunningham and Jeff George and <laughs> Dante Culpepper. Jeff George. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I don't... <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> well, when they were really good in the late, late 90s... Uh, they, uh, their defense, boy, oh boy, it was no good. No good. <laughs> well, speaking of no good, uh, switch to the political realm for a moment here. Uh, the district attorney of New York, or Manhattan, uh, has charged the CFO of the Trump Organization with uh, a whole bunch of different things. Ultimately, it came down to that the CFO misrepresented employee benefits totaling one million dollars and the people who of course follow the stuff said that usually that would never be prosecuted it would just be a civil fine you pay the IRS yeah. and you just go on 
So after all this time, Trump's gonna go to jail. We have his taxes. They even have his taxes now. They still can't get him. They don't know have anything on him, and they have to take out this 75-year-old guy. Just pathetic. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that the Trump Organization is still operating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would. I, I don't know. Like, why would you want any yeah. part of this? Yeah. I, I, I don't really know all the rules. You would think they would have reincorporated in Florida or something. But yeah. <laughs> a state that's definitely not New York. But oh, New York is such a piece of shit state. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, prior to Trump running for president, you know, he was fine in New York. The yeah. politicians kissed up to him. They liked getting their picture with him. Yeah, and they, uh, he would give money to them. Yeah. As he would say, they would come to his office and beg for money <laughs> with tears in their eyes. <laughs> Kirsten Gillibrand would do anything for a donation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember during the uh, during the first primary debate when you know Megyn Kelly was uh, the two of them kind of went at each other and. Uh, <clears throat> The thing about Hillary Clinton, and you know, he had donated to her. Right. Uh, all that came up, and he said, "He said, uh, look, I gave money to her so that at a later time she might be there for me." <laughs> and, and then uh, Megyn Kelly said, "What do you mean by that?" <laughs> and he said, "What? what do you, everybody knows what I mean by that." <laughs> No, no, specifically, what do you mean? And she kept pressing him. He's like, okay, I wanted her to come to my wedding, so she came to my wedding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good deflection. <laughs> well, there's a couple things on pack here. Uh, why would you want Hillary Clinton at your wedding? <laughs> sure. I also remember Trump was upset because he claimed the Clintons didn't get him a, birth or a uh, wedding gift. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> I invited my wedding, they didn't get me a gift. <laughs> yeah. What do you get a billionaire for, for his wedding? I mean, it's not like you're going to give him a check for a hundred bucks. Uh... Uh, probably uh, some political favors. Well, yeah, certainly uh, Hillary could do that. I'm just saying, like, if you were invited to his wedding, I mean, you can't, I mean, if you show up with a $100 check, I mean, you'd probably take that as an insult. Yeah, maybe, uh... And you can't really give money because you don't have enough to give, so... Yeah, well, I don't know, what do rich people do? Like, when they know. have, a, I don't, you know, very well-connected people, what do they... What, like, I, I, I imagine Martha, Martha's Vineyard, like, they, you know, have a bunch of uh, politicians and uh, wealthy people that will have a birthday party or something, yeah. and they go, they go there, yeah, exactly, what do they get them? I, I huh. don't know. Um, Probably some stupid artwork or some stupid artifact from Africa or something like that. That's what I was thinking, like maybe uh, a historical, uh, something from a museum. Yeah. Yeah. Here's this famous book by some liberal author who signed or something like that. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 
here's uh, here's uh, uh, I don't know Jeffrey Tubin's new book. <laughs> <laughs> the pages stick together. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Well, another guy saying amen right now is Bill Cosby, the Jello Man. <laughs> Jello Man. To make a long story short, he was in jail for uh, assault, sexual assault. The prosecutor in that case made a number of errors, acted unethically. Did a judge throughout his conviction. Bill Cosby's a free man. Um, apparently, he's in talks with comedy clubs around the country. Whether that's true or not, I don't know why you want Bill Cosby at your club. But, uh, I guess the question is, Gary, how do the liberals manage this? Do they say that the justice system was unjust towards a black man, or was this a Me Too kind of thing? I don't know what the going to go on here. Uh, as far as I can tell, they they what whatever helps advance their narrative, uh, advance their cause. So this will be a Me Too thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So they, they can't. They have to continue the uh, black oppression thing. Right. So can't imagine. I could see them sort of, well, maybe playing both sides. On the one hand, the patriot or the uh, white supremacy prevented Bill Cosby from getting a fair trial, and then also Me Too. I don't know. Oh, that, hey, they could do that, too. Yeah, try to play both sides of the coin there, so. Yeah, why not? Well, anyway, so are you a Jell-O fan? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. No, I never really think to have it. Yeah, I remember there was one time you came over for some some event that we were having, and uh, one of my family members made one of those, like, Jell-O uh, molds, dishes, whatever you want to call them. Hmm. And I remember you telling me afterwards, you said it was really good, but you thought it was something that low-class people would eat. I think I sort of remember that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think uh, the people at Martha's Vineyard are eating Jell-O. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Seems like something uh, more likely to find in Batavia. <laughs> Yeah, I never quite understood the appeal of Jello. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, I never wake up and say, "Oh, I, I can't wait to eat Jello today." Well, from what I can gather, if you are in rough uh, physical shape or very old, it's one of the few things you end up eating. So, <laughs> if I get to the point where I can only eat Jello, just take me out back and do what you need to do to me. Okay. Pull the plug, huh? Pull the plug. You might want to get a healthcare proxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. If it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't bother making it, I don't think. And uh, the, uh, it reminds me of when we were kids and like elementary school, middle school, and if it was somebody's birthday, they'd bring in right. treats for the class. And That's right. Some of them would bring in Jello, you know, like I don't know, an, some sort of animal shape yeah. Jello thing, and you'd eat that. And 
And I was like, okay, I could eat the entire pan of this. You're only going to give me one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You have an appetite, so. Always have. <laughs> Probably always will. Yep. <laughs> All right, so appetites. I think you, you and I have talked about this in the past. There's a difference between a barbecue and a cookout. You want to explain to the listeners your understanding of the difference between the two. Or if there is a difference now. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you're... I, I guess either one, I'm going to assume it's more of a cookout where you just have... Uh, you know, you're putting steaks or uh, hot dogs or hamburgers on the grill and you're... you're doing it relatively quickly, um, whereas <clears throat> when I think of barbecue, like when I go to a barbecue place, mm. I'm thinking smoke. Okay. Low and slow, like most, you know, a third yeah. of a day type of thing. Right. Um, <clears throat> sure. Yeah, and, and like if you're going to somebody's house and they say, hey, we're having a barbecue, you would probably go and you'd expect maybe hot dogs and hamburgers right. or something like that. Um, but if I'm going to a barbecue restaurant, I'm not having a hot dog or hamburger. Right. Yeah, I'm having brisket and pork. Exactly. Okay. So that brings me to my next point is uh, the vegans, who what I would argue are a cult. I'm, I'm getting there, yeah. Uh, no disrespect, but I think vegetarians aren't far from the, uh, the cult status. But anyway... I can understand that. <laughs> Although being vegan is a lot fewer options, I can tell you that. That's <laughs> people are nuts. But uh, I just saw this. It was so gross. Uh, he was making vegan ribs. Huh. And uh, I don't know all the material, but it's a lot of plant material. You can put it in a bowl and you mush it together like you're making meatballs and stuff. And then yeah. you, you put it in the oven and you put it on the grill. And it's just, oh, it's just such nasty stuff. And, I was thinking, what would you do if you were invited to a vegan barbecue? Would you go, or if you had to go, what would you do? Uh, you know, I'm probably not as grossed out as you are. <laughs> yeah, like, some of it tastes pretty good. I, The thing that I don't understand about it is why go through all that work? Yeah. I mean, that's... That's a lot of effort to get something that tastes like something that you could more easily, yeah. you know, do if you uh, weren't so weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like that uh, documentary that we both watched, uh, and uh, the Tennessee Titans, the player, his right. wife was a chef, and she made plant-based, uh, a plant-based diet for him, and, and for, like... 15 other players on the team and so they would you know she would make she would I don't know you have if you have a chef wife who's willing to make you these really good mock versions of things but in a vegan way hey I'll try it it's fine by me but uh you know I if I have to cook that way myself no way (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, I, I've been doing some more uh, quote-unquote research on vegans and vegetables and diets, and uh, I'll just set this up properly, so you probably already know this, the last 30, 40, 50 years we were told that if you eat fat, you get fat, yeah. so you should have a low-fat diet, and then it was like, oh yeah, by the way, that's not true, 
Yeah. Uh, fat's really not a problem. It's sugar. Added sugar is more yeah. of a, an issue. So if you're wrong about that and you potentially lied about it for 40 years, what else are you wrong about? Yeah. And so some people have started to say, do we really need to eat five fruits and vegetables every single day? And this is true. I'm not making this up. Human beings do not digest fruits or vegetables very well. Most of it our body gets rid of. And you know that very well. <laughs> I know it all too well, which is part of the reason why, why am I eating this stuff? Yeah. Vegetables and fruits don't have uh, really any protein. Uh, they don't have any fats, any healthy fats. And, you know, they do have, of course, some sugars and carbs in it, but again, somewhat minimal. I mean, if we were a planet of vegetables, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and people say, well, you know, you have to eat vegetables because it has all these vitamins and minerals, but then I would just go back to my first point, which is your body doesn't digest it very well, so it's not <laughs> actually taking as much as you think because it's not digesting it very well. So I'm definitely moving more towards animal protein diet and none of this, oh, you got to eat spinach and all this crap. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't need to do any of that crap. Yeah. Well... Uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if you like vegetables, okay, but the idea that you have to eat enormous amounts of it and that makes you healthy, I just don't believe that. Yeah. Well, it could very well be the case. Uh, you know, Dr. Atkins, uh, he's from like the 1960s yeah. that he came up with this. Yeah. So, yeah, they, and we've seen with COVID that the health care establishment is right. uh, a bunch of demonic liars. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I I, I I see your point there. And uh, like, I, like you just mentioned, I mean, the same people that are advising you on COVID are the same people who have been giving you nutritional advice for 30 or 40 years. Right. So if that doesn't raise a red flag, I don't know what will. Yeah, the, it's, you know, everybody wants to know how to lower health care costs. You want to know how to lower health care costs? We are a fucking fat nation. <laughs> we are so fucking fat. Right. And we need to we need to lose weight. Yeah. And by the way, for those of you with uh, who died from COVID, it was either old age or diabetes right. or morbid obesity as a uh, uh, comorbidity that's that's what did you in. Exactly. it wasn't COVID right exactly and why are we so overweight a carbohydrate rich diet yeah now granted that's a lot of grains and crackers and stuff but still it's a carb based diet yeah which is a shame because I do <laughs> I know you love your car <laughs> I like my starches well, I like my sugars but but yeah, I mean, you know, you hear people say, well, you know, red meat uh, causes uh, cholesterol and blockages and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, actually, inflammation and heart disease, the big culprit is sugar again. Yeah. Added sugar. Um, not a steak, so. Yeah. Now, now that we agree on this... I will tell you, uh, there's some bad news because they've come <laughs> up with the globalists, the powers that be, really don't like the fact that we eat meat. 
Yeah, that just... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so they've made up this whole thing with uh, cows being such a yeah, yeah. big environmental hazard uh, with their farts and all that. <laughs> what it takes to, uh, to raise them. And so they're probably uh, going to try to really make it difficult to afford meat. Oh, I agree with that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that weirdo Bill Gates oh. Uh, oh. invested in that crappy impossible meat yeah. stuff. That stuff isn't good. No, it's not. It's not healthy either. It's not. <laughs> not at all. So, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's very unfortunate. The one maybe saving grace is that uh, there's still some powerful corporations, companies in the food industry uh, that would probably not do so well if we're a plant-based society. I mean, McDonald's are selling uh, Big Macs. I mean, with their comp- they're just going to be okay with meat not being available anymore. I, I, I don't know about that. Well, again, the problem is uh, I guess that uh, 85% of our beef is processed by four companies four major companies uh, one of them is in China <laughs> uh, one of them is over in Europe I think and then, uh, or no one of them's in Brazil and then two of them are here and uh, the ones that are here do the impossible stuff and the beyond burger stuff uh, so and you know what what we've learned is that these companies are globalists. They are. Um, McDonald's, too, they all throw in with the globalists, the establishment, the, the Democrats. Uh, and I don't know, it's hard to, hard to imagine that... I mean, their company might go down the shitter, but uh, the people at the top, well, they're part of the oligarchy. I really don't like those people. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you you have to have hope that that won't happen, and uh, I have hope. But you've got to have hope, and, and just just hope that it doesn't happen, and that somehow common sense comes back. I don't know if it ever will. Yeah, it's not looking too good. Either that or we're going to have to do like we're doing with social media. Conservatives create their own social media. We need to just create our own food distribution uh, avenues and companies and so forth. And It could be take a while to get up and running, but that's probably what we need to do. Yeah. Oh, I know that uh, conservatives are stressing lo- buying local uh, meat sources because they're the one, you know, that you want to stay away from big companies. Right. Fair enough. Support the little guy. Speaking of uh, things that we put into our body, uh, Garrick, uh, all around the United States, marijuana is becoming legal. Mm-hmm. In New York State, it'll be, well, it is legal, I guess, although it's not going to be being sold in stores, or at least for another year. But one of the arguments has always been that pot's a lot safer than beer and alcohol. For example, 
you almost never hear of anybody overdosing on marijuana, but you hear people overdosing on beer and alcohol all the time. Mm. So I guess is that true? Is it true that marijuana is probably safer than alcohol use? Uh, well, I hear that. I I hear it's a gateway drug. Um, so I suppose someone could say so with alcohol. Although I'm not sure how you classify all these things, but yeah, I mean, well. We, we know from experience at uh, Williamsville North that you know, somebody uh, yeah. smoked pot and yeah. didn't end up while uh, going driving and all that. So it does impair your ability. It does. It does. Absolutely. To, so, you know, you get behind the wheel of a car, but I'd say both of them are yeah. not good. Yeah. Uh, I... I find that it makes for a very lazy society. <laughs> well, we've already checked that box, Gary. <laughs> there ain't going back from that. <laughs> um, I, and I gotta tell you, the people who are the biggest proponents for legalizing marijuana are some of the least impressive people <laughs> I see. So, in general, I, I don't really. I mean, I'm one. I, I guess I don't really care all that much. We have bigger fish to fry, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a good thing. Okay, it's fair enough. Um, I mean, I suppose I would argue that based on what I see, and based on what Charles Krauthammer once said, that uh, marijuana is probably "quote unquote" safer than alcohol. Uh, but like you said, it's probably not a good thing that more people can walk around high all the time, legally anyway. Yeah. So, uh, but it's going to happen. Yeah, sure. To some degree. Um, so it is what it is, but that's a liberal, progressive society we live in. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, some of the other things that have ended up being disasters that they start off, you know, they make a decent argument like oh come on like really what's the worst that can happen that's sort of like uh sodomy uh, <laughs> between consenting adults right yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, come on you know it's love is love you know, right. what's, what's what's the, what, what effect does it have on you Oh, now we see what effect it fucking has. <laughs> we have parents trying to take their kids to drag queen uh, yeah. shows and, and uh, yeah. transgenderism. Uh, the weirdest fucking stuff ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's... The, the path to hell is paved with good intentions, but it's also paved with... Uh, what harm could it do? Right. Right. And that's a fair point. And yeah, you're right. The uh, the sexual revolution. Uh, just. I'm not even sure what they call it anymore. It's just sexual exploitation at this point. Yeah, it's it's perversion. Yeah, it's perversion. Uh, would you be okay with quote unquote sodomy if it was just a man and a woman? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, Garrick, are you a fan of fireworks? Uh, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I go, I've been, obviously, been to fireworks before you. But, but for me, I'm a couple minutes and I'm okay. I'm like, I've seen what I need to see. Yeah, I, I, I think they're fun. I, I like the, I like the half an hour to 45 minutes once a year. <laughs> that does it for me. Okay. Um, they're neat. Uh, well, you know, growing up, we would go to the UB campus, and yeah. people would be, you know, they'd be out on the lawn and yeah, have their yeah. chairs and all that, and you know, you'd have to get there like an hour yeah. before they start, and yeah, uh, you have bugs biting you and all that, yeah. and uh, you know, by the time you get to it, it's like, ah, oh, I, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, if it's just, hey, come on up, the fireworks are going to start in, in five minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You probably could have seen them from your house. Uh, we could. We, we could see the taller ones. Okay. The trees did get away. Yeah. Yeah. Now my uh, next door neighbor sets off fireworks, <laughs> so whether I want to be involved with it or not, I'm going to hear it. You're going to hear it. So I may as well watch them. Yeah, good thing you don't have a dog. It'd be very scary. Yeah, my, my cat is uh, very scared, scared of it. Uh, of course, now I have a, a baby. Yeah. So that'll be nice. <laughs> a lot of crying. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll, what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, how about this as we get ready to wrap things up? Independence Day movies been something going on on social media the uh, apparently one of the top ones is Independence Day with Will Smith and Bill Pullman yeah, that's right and uh, <laughs> others have been Forrest Gump which I think is an incredibly sad movie by the way I don't even remember that movie oh uh, yeah I've, very I, sad I didn't really think of it as uh, an Independence Day movie but okay um, also um, The Patriot with Mel Gibson oh a great movie <laughs> yeah. I might have to watch that tonight if uh, I can find it. I'm assuming somewhere it's on. But. Uh, watching that would make me cry now because yeah. just knowing what where our country is. Yeah. And you go back in time and say, guys, things might not turn out the way that you think that they will. <laughs> 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 You'll be okay, and your children and your children's children will be okay. But eventually, it turns pretty ugly. <laughs> It actually turns pretty gay, but you don't even know what that means right now. Yeah. <laughs> men are actually going to be with men. <laughs> yeah. They're going to get mad at you if you're not. <laughs> you see that American flag? It's going to be a rainbow flag someday. <laughs> oh, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> Wait till you see. <laughs> well, uh, the country's still here, even if it's as rocky as it's ever been and maybe there'll be better days to come that's all i can hope for huh that is something to hope for oh, uh, all right well i think that's it thank you for joining us hope you have a lot to eat you uh, mentioned in your text to me you have all sorts of good food lined up oh yeah got salem's hot dogs bacon wrapped filet mignon Woo! yeah uh we're going to have sausages. Uh, the in-laws are going to bring some sausages over. Uh, we're going to have burgers, steak burgers. Are they vegan sausages? Gretchen. 
No, she she uh, she was looking for vegan hot dogs. Oh. Luckily, we couldn't find any. Thank God. But she's gonna have uh, jumbo shrimp right. and uh, black bean burgers. I do like black bean burgers. But, you know. uh, I'm okay with the shrimp. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Now you're gonna use the charcoal. How'd that go the first time? Uh, pretty well. Yeah. Charcoal is very different because you're cooking over embers. It's not a flame, really, unless you have a grease fire or something. Yeah. And it usually takes a little bit longer, and it's a little bit tricky to be on a charcoal grill. It, it, yeah, it can be. Um, but it's a skill worth developing. <laughs> because someday you're going to have to grill those broccoli steaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates is going to have to come over and... <laughs> Give me a Beyond Burger. Oh. I think if that happens, then I will move to West Virginia and I'll hang out with the mountain people who probably have like a black market for real meat at that point. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> probably have to eat beavers and squirrels. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Well, would you rather eat muskrats or... Oh. Or uh, Beyond Burgers? God. That's so nasty. <laughs> Hopefully neither. You're gonna have to get exotic at some point. <laughs> yeah. We have too much exoticism going on right now in this country. Oh yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> All right everyone, enjoy your meat-loving holiday. Happy July 4th and we will see you next time.